Yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. I'm your host, Gerald Peters. You can always find out more about me at geraldpeters.info, G-E-R-A-L-D-P-E-T-E-R-S.info. Um, today's a message from me to, to you, whoever it is that listens. And I, I hope you get what I'm trying to say. Um, that's always my goal here, that you get something, whether it be just a, a little bit, a nugget, something that helps you on your journey. If you hear me coughing, hacking, I hope it's not too bad. My allergies have really kicked in <clears throat> here recently. As uh, I really, really, really bad allergies. As season change, it can, it can wreck me. I, I've had something weighing on my mind these last few days. You know, we've seen a, we've seen a lot of things happen in the, in the stock market, in the markets, in the crypto markets. In the bond markets, in the dividend stocks, in the growth sectors, all these things we're watching, even in the real estate market, the world has really been rocked, so to speak, as of late, recently. And it hasn't come without consequences. And I'm feeling the ripple effect of that directly. And I know maybe you are, and if you're not, you probably will. There's the possibility of a recession and there's been a lot of people talking about that and a lot of very smart people talking about it and if you if you're like me and you watch Fox Business every day if you watch CNBC if you read think periodicals like Barron's and you follow the financial news and you own real estate and you're trying to build wealth and you know be involved in this thing it's been a lot going on we've had the utter collapse of crypto and a lot of my friends, a lot of people that, you know, I recommended getting into crypto, I think, and I still do. I think you should, just because it went down doesn't change my thesis. We've just exposed a lot of problems in the crypto sector. And one that you can brokerage can steal your money. I mean, we've got to get past that. There is no crypto market in any sense where there's institutional players or big money where we can stabilize the market. If you can simply just steal the money, no institution, no retirement account, no ETF, no fund is ever going to invest in that again. That is over. So there's going to be changes. But inside of that, we've had a lot of people I know, people who have, you know, they, they've lost, they've lost money or perceive it as lost money or sold their crypto much lower or they're holding a portfolio crypto coins and maybe it was 20,000 and now it's 4,000 or whatever. Maybe you were a maximalist and you were holding Bitcoin and Ethereum and yeah, those are down, but you own a bunch. And I was just saw my friend, Chris Johnson was buying more Bitcoin. And I see like class action lawsuits against Tom Brady and actors because, because of the money lost in FTX. I don't under, I don't understand that. I don't know how that could be. You know, this idea that you have some sort of, like that Tom Brady would have known there was a code where they could take 
you know, the shareholders money and move it to their trading. Like if, if FTX wouldn't have committed a crime, then his recommendation is fine. It's still a great company and they have your money, but these people committed a crime. How is he going to know intent that these people running it are going to commit a crime? And so we can't know. And if I, I never recommended FTX, I've always recommended Coinbase, but if Coinbase did the same thing, it's like, which I don't know, you know, I can't, I'm not the CEO. I don't know what he's doing. He could go on drugs and lose his mind and steal all the money for all we know. And that's the cosmic roll of the dice. And man, I've been hit with that so many times, man, where it's brought me to tears, man. Like, it's just like, fuck. And you know, you can try to look for someone to point at. You can try to look for someone to blame. And, you know, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. Maybe if you didn't get in that car, maybe if they didn't take that drink, maybe if they, you know, I don't know, man, maybe if you didn't buy this, you know, that guy, I looked up to that guy and, and we, we looked to project, like, why did I make this mistake? Who could I blame? Just let that airplane fly over. Who can I blame? And I had a guy critique me on Twitter and he said, <coughs> he said that you never talk about your losers. Okay. What do you want to talk about? There are losers. You're going to have losing investments. You're going to invest in stocks that drop and they may stay down for two, three, four years and then go up. Maybe they never go up. And if, you know, year four, you throw in the towel and then year five, they go up, but you were right. It's like, there's the unknown, man. There's factors that affect stocks. There's like, I didn't know there would be a riot or I didn't know there would be a strike. I didn't know the CEO would steal it. I didn't know they were going to launch a bomb. I didn't know there'd be COVID. And this, there's black, you know, they, these are the things, man. These are black swan events. And here's the thing. They're not irregular. They're going to happen to you. You know, someone's car next to you, tire blows out, bam, hits you. You're, do, you're not doing anything wrong. You're minding your business now. You're eating a wall. And those things happen. And some people get sick and it's like, it's not when. It's like, you know, it's not how if, it's when and it's how much. And, it, and you know, and that's why we talk about to be successful traders, speculators, investors, we got to get the buckets right. And it starts with our relationship with money. How do we earn money? And how do we see debt? Because if we don't have debt, then we can step out on the spectrum, so to speak, and take these investments. We can put money at risk in crypto. When it goes down, we understood the risk. And the way we protected ourselves is we were diversified. And if we look and we say, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe I threw caution to the wind and I wasn't diversified and I was all in on crypto. Now what? And I would say to you, and I've had a lot of people ask me this, and they said, my self-confidence is down. And I'm like, I get it, man, but you got to eat that. And you got to get up tomorrow and begin to execute again. Chapter 10. Chapter 10 of the Science of Getting Rich says, further use of the will. You cannot retain a true and clear vision of wealth if you are constantly turning your attention to opposing pictures, whether they be external or imaginary. Do not tell of your past troubles of financial nature. And if you've had them, do not think on them at all. Do not tell of the poverty of your parents or the hardship of your early life. To do any of these things is to mentally class yourself with the poor for the time being and will certainly check the movement of things in your direction. Let the dead bury their dead, Jesus said. Put poverty and all things that pertain to poverty completely behind you. 
you have accepted a certain theory of the universe as being correct and are resting all of your hopes of happiness on its being correct. And what can be, what can you gain by giving heed to conflicting theories? Do not read religious books which tell you that the world is coming to an end. Do not read the writing of muckmakers and pessimistic philosophers who tell you that things are going to the devil or the stock market's gonna crash or this, you know, you get what I'm saying? So you kind of see where I come from on some of my philosophies here. I, I just, I love this book. I read the book. I try to act on it in the best I can. And what I've found is, and I've made bad investments. I've picked things. I bought properties I wish I didn't buy. You now own it. And you can't place confidence in yourself and in your ability based on the, the results of that last investment, the results of that last house. Learn from it where there are signs you missed, where there are things you could have seen. Sometimes looking backwards, they seem obvious, but in the mist, you can't, okay? So you're just going to have to accept that. But if there are things that you did wrong, you can take an account. And you say, man, I could have been better diversified. What if Bitcoin was only 10% of my net worth? Well, if Bitcoin goes to zero, it's, you still got 90% of your net worth. That is the power of diversity. And if you had 10% of your equity in bonds, bonds have been slaughtered. Everybody's jumping on that Bitcoin sucks because it went down. Hello, have you seen bonds? Bonds have been destroyed, man. It's just been going down, down, down. TLT got to what, like a 4%? The 20-year treasury bond? So, you know, crypto is not the only asset that's gone down. Have you seen Netflix or PayPal? Growth stocks that are down 50, 60, 70, 80%. Nobody's making fun of those people. So if you're in the crypto space and you've had investments smashed, you were an investor. You got hit. If you were in growth stocks, you're an investor. You got hit. If you were in bonds, you're an investor. You got hit. Right now, it looks like real estate. If you bought recently, you're about to get hit. And if we owned dividend stocks, a lot of them have gone up. And we've collected cash and we've received free shares. Right? And if we've paid off our debt... We're good there, and now we should have money because we're making money to continue to speculate. Maybe we're going to buy some more Bitcoin. We're going to buy some more Ethereum. The game's not over, man. It doesn't necessarily mean we're going to buy it today. We need to let some shit flush out because we have to use our brains. We don't run into a burning building. But we do want to put the fire out if we can, and hey, let's rebuild it if we can. And so we want to, you know, we're going to take in information and we're going to move on. So if I, if you, you know, if you say, hey, I'm going to buy this stock and then that stock goes down, you lose money. Okay. I mean, how much do we want to talk about it? We analyze the trade. What did we do wrong? Boom, boom, bada, bing, boom. Move forward, man. You can't stay there. So I'm not going to keep crying about Uber being down. I like Uber. I believe in the trade, you know. So stage one's when it's appropriate, I, I'm, I'm nibbling on Uber. But guess what? I also like beach condos and I also like this and I like that. And yes, I like Bitcoin. And for a percentage of my portfolio, I'm willing to speculate on owning that asset. I want to invest in the future, man. But you don't have to. You know, I got friends that only own real estate. Okay. Right. But they don't have to. They could very easily learn about stocks. You know, a guy's making twenty, thirty thousand a month. He could easily start putting three, five thousand of that and to closed in funds generating ten, twelve, fifteen percent residual passive 
payments and, and he's doing nothing and he, he's just taking some money out of one asset and putting it and building up another and he could you know leverage this is not complicated you know it gets complicated if every move every transaction you're expecting a home run a thousand percent this is knock it out of the park this is a TikTok reel but that's not reality that's not trading that's not investing every deal i buy is not a TikTok reel man you know influencers make it look like it is you know, but that's not, that's not real life, man. You know, most of my trading, most of my investing is really boring. Followed by moments of panic and, you know, and markets go sideways, stage one, accumulation. And we know it's a stage one because it stops dropping and then it switching goes up. And then it's an uptrend. You're like, why is it an uptrend? Because it's going up and we have a definition for that. And that's it, man. Next day, that's what I got. Stage one, two, three, or four. I got the assets I own. These are my stocks. This is this. This is my buy and hold dividend portfolio. These are my growth portfolio. This is my this is my crypto portfolio. This is my checking account. These are my credit card balances. This is what I owe on my mortgage. This is what I owe on my house. This is how much I have in checking. This is how much I have here. This is what I have here. This is what this is worth. And this is where I'm at. And what is my philosophy? So if a piece of that pie comes and I'm wrong and I get hit, okay, but I got the other 90% of the pie. Now, maybe a lot of the pie is getting hit together. And usually, listen, when your whole pie is getting hit, everybody's getting hit. And that's where you'll hear me talk about now what you got to do is just don't go backwards. Because there's times where, like, we are getting hit. There is a storm. This was an accident. This crisis did happen. This is happening to me. And you have to acknowledge it. And so the money flow is not just simply moving in and out of stocks. It's not about the price of something. Price is arbitrary. A lot of times people criticize me. They haven't gone down the rabbit hole. They haven't read all of the content. They don't understand the mindset. They think of money flows trading stocks and it's so much bigger than that. It's from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. You're inside of your own money flow. You might call it something different. But the moment you turn on the lights and sit up, the money bell starts ticking. Electricity, insurance, food, gas, entertainment, shoes, clothing, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, stocks. Your money and your attention starts immediately. And inside of that, you get time, time, times amount, times yield, man. And so good trading, good investing, good living, luxurious life comes from executing each day according to the stage you're in. Working with what you have. You can only work with what you have. And you can only think as big as you let yourself think. And you can only be as beat up as you let yourself be. So listen, that shit's going to happen. You take it, you get the message from it. And you move on, it's over. Meaning six fucking months from now, we're not talking about FTX. We're not talking about the time this went down. We're playing the hand right then. And it'll be, where's the price of Bitcoin then? What is the future on this, on this technology then? And if people decide there's no future for that technology, it'll die. The BlackBerry went from being popular to not popular. And one day combustion engine cars will not be anymore and we'll all be driving electric. But right now I own Ford. And if Ford doesn't successfully transition to the future, in the future, not today, 
And if a company does it too soon or do it, they get it wrong or they misstep, they don't time it right, they could go out of business. And so even by, and so I've tried to implement strategies and ideas that help me with that. The Dogs of the Dow, chapter 10 of my free ebook. That is a philosophy and a strategy you can carry with you. And sometimes it'll get some shit wrong. Sometimes it might drag the market, but it's there and it's work. It has an historical track record. And I can rest in that knowing that sometimes shit's going to go wrong. Okay. So prepare for it. And if it just happened recently to you, eat it, man. Sit in it. Go walk. Think about it. What went wrong? Every great person that you respect and look up to has dealt with this. Every great investor you know has had investment problems and issues. Kathy Woods, Michael Saylor, just, they're just right now. Go back five years, it's, I'll give you two different names. Go back five more years, a couple different names. Someone's always the public, pu public whipping face. Someone's always the public genius that no one understands, the Michael Burries. And somehow as they talk about these people, it has some reflection on you and it doesn't because you're trading your money and your business. It's your business and your empire and your values and your morals. And what he does is just information. It's part of the ongoing feedback loop of being a trader inside of the money flow. So your confidence is in your ability to get up and do this again tomorrow. Okay. And every day, take in a little bit more information, build mindset, mindset, work on it, man. For me, stuff like the science of getting rich and things just help me rest in that. Meaning once I'm like, okay, cool, I like this, I can settle in this and I can just learn to repeat this and I can just think in it and flow in it. And when it, when it came to a strategy for like dividend stocks, I can just be in comfort with it, knowing that if times get bad, whatever, I'm getting shares cheaper because I have this base and I'm building it, I'm collecting money. And so as I go through each piece and each part of this, understanding its ratio and size to my overall net worth and my overall philosophy in life. I know I'm going to take hits, man, but I'm not going to dwell on them. And I'm going to keep moving forward, always optimistic, always believing that 70% of the time the stock market goes up, real estate goes up, rents come in, dividends are paid and growth stocks grow. Believe this with all my heart. And in times of chaos, Times of recession, times of confusion. I just got to stay the course. That is my cue. I got to stay the course, man. Listen, I believe in you. I believe in you. Go back and reread. You don't have to die broke. Get back in there and read the science of getting rich. Get back in there and get on some good feeds on your YouTube channel. Get rid of the fear porn, okay? You know? You know what I'm saying? Make sure it's reading drama is cool, but make sure you're learning. Okay. I spent it. I posted a video in discord about this rabbi on the purpose of money or whatever. Go watch something like that. It's enlightening. You don't have to be Jewish or follow rabbis to get what he's talking about, man. Put good thoughts in your mind, man. I believe in you. Hey, believe in me. Thanks for listening.